Chill Hour Podcast. Hello, universe. Welcome to the GNA Chill Hour Podcast. Tonight we have a really badass in the house, Dan Halloway. What's up, man? <laughs> I'm good, man. Thank you. Right. I'm good. Yeah. How are you guys? I'm all oh, right. Good. It's good over here. Dan, I got a question for you. When did you start your Aikido journey and was Steven Seagal an influence on you? <laughs> <laughs> it's always the thing, isn't it? You go Aikido and then you go equals Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal, of course. He's the best martial great. artist in the world, no? <laughs> I had no idea who Steven Seagal was when I when I. Oh, no. I was like eight, man. Like, I'm too young for his <laughs> movies at that point. It's all violence and gore and stuff like that. But yeah, mm. I watched them a bit later on. But I did karate for a couple of years first. All right. Um, all right. That was like my introduction to martial arts. And I'm not sure why I started, to be honest. It was just uh, one of those things. I think, you know, you go as a kid, keep fit, keep active. I was never really into football, liked a little bit of rugby, things like that. But yeah, I like the contact aspect and, you know, quite like karate. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Mm. And after a couple of years, I kind of, I just lost a bit of interest. Like it was good for fitness and I was really flexible at that point. And I've lost all that flexibility now. It's gone. I'm as flexible as quick. <laughs> like, no, that's gone. <laughs> and, uh, but then, yeah, I saw, I saw an advertisement for, for Aikido and it was someone flying through the air with, with grace and skill and, and ninja move. And I was like, cool. Spinning yeah, in the air. Finally in. You've got it, yeah. And I was like, oh, I want some of that shit. I was like, yeah, cool. Give it to me. So, yeah. And then I went and, and yeah. And then 20 years later. Uh, there you are. <laughs> yeah. with, a, with a gym open. Well, was open before the pandemic. It was. Yeah, yeah. So now I teach, yeah, now I teach like a, it's it's not mixed martial arts, but it's a mixture of martial arts. So it's not MMA. Mm. So I've done a lot of other stuff in the years as well, like boxing, a bit of jujitsu, a little bit of MMA as well, mm -hmm. some striking disciplines, a bit of self-defense stuff as well. So I kind of merged it all together. Cool. Um, what would just... be the difference between then MMA and a mix of martial arts, as I said? Well, it's a good, like MMA now yeah. is more sport focused, I'd say. Yeah, all so right. you kind of fight for the ring, you fight for the cage, mm -hmm. whereas mm -hmm. what I do is a mixture of martial arts. So we're not necessarily looking mm. for rounds, we're not necessarily looking to compete, things like that. All but right. it's just a mixture of the martial arts that I've done and all the best pits that I like, stick it together in syllabus and then mm -hmm. kind of, you know, just take it out to the people and improve people's lives through martial yeah. arts. Mm. Uh, I'm not really into making right. fighters. We're not a fighter's gym. Right. Um, it's kind of stay in your lane, you know, and we're, we're not, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not really for that if people want to do that i'll I'll send them somewhere else mm. but if you just want to learn like good family martial arts learn a mixture of different things some for self-defense but again that's not really our main emphasis it's just building okay. a healthy happy people through training martial arts and that's kind of our our, our usp i suppose and we mm. do it pretty well i reckon yeah. <laughs> not too bad yeah absolutely um well for us we are always discussing these with friends and we had like a friend um two episodes ago as well he was a uh, black belt in brazilian jiu-jitsu cool. and we were always talking about like the other aspects of martial arts not only the competitive aspect not yeah. only getting in fights and promoting yourself into fight rights but sure. like the the benefits that uh mma or whatever this part of your the fights part you're doing can you can have in your own life right and one of one of like one of the biggest um benefits that i, I can see from martial arts is Actually, your self-discipline in whenever you're like training, whatever, like you're having uh, an experience through a martial arts with someone else, really learn about like how you have to 
keep yourself composed, have a routine, practicing and everything. Yeah. And also how to respect others and respect others' routines mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. um, how do you stand in this, in this kind of subject? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm 100%. Yeah. Like yeah. self-discipline is like probably one of the main things that we, or martial arts should teach, I think. And, and being mm -hmm. able to, like, if you're doing striking on the pads, being able to like smash the pads, but then you start doing partner work maybe. And then it's mm -hmm. toning it down when you start sparring. Yeah. So that takes a little bit of self-discipline. So you don't go yeah. immediately from the pads onto people and then you go in a hundred percent and it's just like a bit of a dick move. <laughs> like, <laughs> if someone's going like 10% and you're going a hundred percent, it's like, no, nah, yeah. dude, like, no, don't do that. No. You know, and it's cool if you both go hundred percent, crack on. But yeah. you know, you've you <laughs> got to have that discipline and that respect for each other. And that's the same in any martial art. You know, you guys, you know, like I'm actually done Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It's the same thing. If someone yep. taps, you let them go. Yeah. Oh, yes. You don't just kind of go, oh, oh yes. I'll give it a couple more seconds. Let's really make it crank it on. Let's, Ooh. yeah, let's start seeing the tunnel of light. It's like, no, <laughs> let it off, go. But it's that respect and that discipline. Mm. And I think martial arts is awesome for that because you'll find all sorts of people on the mats just yep. training together. Yep. And the culture and the camaraderie and like the family feel that you get is just awesome for martial arts. And I think it's just because it's such a, it's such a, a tactile thing. From the very first class, you kind of you're touching, you know, you're you're hugging and you're rolling around on the floor, or you're mm -hmm. throwing each other, or you're smashing pads, and it's a good way to develop friendships like really yeah. quickly. Yeah, yeah. And for like for my own experience, it felt being in the gym felt natural, right? Like when I went there and I met everybody and just like interacting with them, they were all welcoming. There was no. You know, like there was nobody being like oh get the fuck out or something like this <laughs> <laughs> but that could happen sometimes in like certain places or like in certain sports they would treat you sometimes in a different way but what i found at least in my experience with martial arts is that everybody treats you the same when i went to compete everybody that i was fighting like going against they were friendly they were nice everybody it's like as they say you slap hands and bump fists once that happens yeah, yeah. you just go at it once that done and you slap hands and you bump fists it's done there's no yeah, hard exactly. feelings as they say and you can go 100% with somebody and you come out of it and you're like oh I'm feeling nice that was an intense my arms are dead but I'm good you know <laughs> And yeah, exactly. yeah, I can't tie my belt anymore, but it was a good match. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. Yeah. My hands as, don't work anymore. <laughs> as we say, like uh, the, the last challenge for us when we're leaving the gym is to take off the rash guards because yep. they're just stuck to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah, it's a good feeling. <laughs> it's like, oh, you'll peel it off you. Or get your friend to peel it off you for you. That's like a true friendship at that point. <laughs> Peeling the sticky rash guard off your back. No, I don't have any friends like this. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like martial arts for me, it, it brings you um, both benefits from an individual sport uh, point of view where you're like competing with yourself. So mm -hmm. your, your main focus is to develop, like improve your skills and stuff. And you also have these collective um, mindsets as well as like any other collective uh, sport as football here in the UK, you know, like rugby, whatever, where you, you have to learn how to First of all, how to interact with others, how to interact with a team, how to work with them, how to train with them. Of course, like your main focus would be to 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 have a fight, a spar, whatever with other person. But throughout the training, you have to have this uh, co-op kind of of a thing going on, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's one of our other questions that I have for you as well, Dan, because of course myself, I had a martial art background when I was a kid. 
and I can see today how important that was for me, yeah. even to like develop my social skills, to develop my um, my social behavior, if you will, you know. Yeah. So what I want to ask you, how you how you view uh, teaching uh, martial arts to kids and to children and how they, that can help them in their development as human beings? I think it's vital. Like if it was up to me, like martial arts would be in the school curriculum. Yep. Like push all the rugby and football and stuff out of the way and be like martial arts. Because I think it just teaches kids so much like mm. in terms of the respect and the discipline. And like sometimes you lose, but you know, it's like, okay, cool. Come back, do it again. And like even the grading system, sometimes people won't get a grade. And it's like, sometimes that's part of the grading or that's mm -hmm. part of your journey to black belt or black grade or whatever you do. Sometimes yeah. it's not being, you know, getting that, um, that achievement that you want and maybe having a step back on your journey. Cause you know, that's life. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes as this past year has shown shit happens. Shit does not go according to plan sometimes. And it's like, ah, so what do you do? Do you give up or do you keep going? And like, that's something I think is really, really important. And stuff like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is like, that's awesome for that because you lose a match and there's nothing more humbling than kind of being tapped out and things like that. Like, I've done a little bit of BJJ, but I'm really bad at it. Like, I suck. <laughs> like, as soon as I'm on my back, I'm like, like I can't do anything. Like, that feels like, it just feels like I'm drowning. I can't breathe. It's awful. I'm just like, oh, get a guard again. Get a guard. Get a guard. I don't like it. Save but, yeah, but <laughs> it's such a humbling experience. And it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it makes you check your ego. And I think no matter what martial art you do, I think sometimes there's a bit of ego checking involved. If mm -hmm. you're a black belt in one martial art and then you go to another martial art and suddenly you're like out, you know, you're the, you're the little fish in a big pond again. And you're yeah. like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, you know, some people kind of go, oh, well, I'll just go back to my little pond. Thank you very much. But then some people are like, no, hang on. I want to I learn more of this. And I want to keep going, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And and I think that's that's awesome. So for kids, yeah, I think it's I think it's one of the best things that parents can do to, to take their kids to a martial arts school just for, you know, the physical benefits of, of movement. And, and it's cool, man. Martial yes. arts. Are cool. Oh yes. Like, every, who doesn't want to be a ninja? Like, like everyone, every kid wants to be a ninja. So parents out there, go and take your kid to be a ninja. It's great. Like they get to move around, they get to be physical, they get the mental benefits as well of like the structure and like the cognitive development of like you said, um, you know, building the social relationships and learn the techniques and learn the coordination, which is obviously going to, it's going to help you, you know, throughout, throughout your life and help you hopefully develop into a, a well-rounded and not too mental individual, which is mm -hmm. also positive. And yeah, your exactly. understanding of your body gets better yeah. as you grow up. And of course, when you're a kid, your body's able more to like adapt easily. So the health benefit for it to start early, as they say, is like priceless or for sure oh in martial arts is everything when you start mm -hmm. earlier you're gonna have a way different body movement everything's gonna be different if you start later on in your life you know mm -hmm. it's yeah, like yeah, me sure. starting boxing with like 18 years old and a person who started their their boxing with six years old you know what i mean they're gonna have yeah, a totally different like set of skills than i have you know yep. yeah completely well and kids brains are just like sponges aren't they so yeah. like, you show them something normally they're like boom i've got it and you're like oh shit right <laughs> okay cool <laughs> right on to the next thing then <laughs> and yeah and if you can just continue that from like you know pre-teen through teenage level into yeah. young adult and into your adult life i think you've got a really good basis there for just being a, a decent person 
that mm. can kick ass and is <laughs> you know pretty badass too but you know well, but you can you are the politest most nicest person in the world because you're not going to yeah. be needing to fight or oh like, you don't need to prove your you're macho. evil yeah, yeah, yeah it's exactly. nothing to prove is it exactly yeah some of the nicest people i've ever met are some of like the guys that will equally beat you down as well oh yeah <laughs> they're some of the nicest people in the world like martial artists are just good human beings i think mm -hmm. and you know that's it's a great vehicle to to produce nice people i think and cool. yeah so for kids awesome yeah it's amazing yeah well one of the things you mentioned to us before we started recording this is that you're doing currently online courses or online classes and things like this or... yeah so i've got a couple of things going on so when the whole lockdown number one the original happened, <laughs> oh, <gee. laughs> before, before the second and third not quite so good sequels <laughs> when lockdown the original number one happened it was like I, we thought it was coming because yeah. we could see what was happening in the news yeah, yeah. and we were keeping an eye on it, but we kept going until the, like the last minute and we didn't want to close our doors, obviously. And, yeah. and we just rebranded as well to my own academy and things. And yeah. I was like, oh, we've got all the t-shirts, we've got the syllabus, everything's going swimmingly. The class sizes were filling up, people coming in. And we had that for about four weeks and it was like, oh yeah, close your doors. And it was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, oh, timing guys, come on. But yeah, we just moved it straight online. I think we locked down yes. or we we had our last class on the Thursday and then I think the Friday was the, was the lockdown. Okay. And then we were online on the Saturday, I think. So the day after we did like a family class oh, online uh, or a workout or something. So yeah, we, we were really on it um, for the first one. Just to keep that routine, like the routine for the parents who's obviously if the schools are broken up, they're a bit like, oh shit. Like, yeah, they went through we the kids. A crazy change as well. So yeah, it's just weird change, isn't it? Yeah, mm -hmm. like people, people are set on routine, I think. And I don't think we understand how much of a routine that we rely on sometimes for our daily day lives. Yeah. And then suddenly that routine's taken away and you're a bit like, oh, shit. <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's going on? Like, what, what, ugh, what do I do? Exactly. So we want to keep at least one aspect of, of having that routine. So we were like, well, we'll just keep the same classes then. So at that mm. point, we were doing like Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and then Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we were doing workouts just in the morning to keep people you know 30 40 minutes or so just keep people happy and active and we just carried on that like through the first lockdown really and then we tried to do other things like do challenges to keep people motivated mm. so we did like a 10,000 rep challenge where we did uh, 50, uh 10 exercises 100 reps over 10 days so nice. equaling 10,000 reps and then you know people got on board with that and then uh what else did we do oh in the summer we did a charity event so we did 24 hour online class Wow. Um, so we got loads of guest instructors from around the UK to come and hop on and do different styles of martial arts like jujitsu, MMA, kickboxing, my stuff. Uh, yeah, just like loads of different stuff. Um, and they'd all have like an hour long slot. And I think like eight or nine of my guys managed the whole 24 hours. Yeah. And yeah, it's just it was a good bonding experience. I'll say that because yes. we were all fucked at the end of it. Tiring, <laughs> <laughs> man. Like, yeah. Of course, bro. Doing like knife drills with a butter knife at the camera at four o'clock in the morning. It's <laughs> weird shit happens. It's like yeah, it's like the twilight zone. But we raised like two grand for charity for Papyrus, oh, awesome. the, the, the nice. mental health charity. That's and we beautiful. thought that was that was a good thing to to do at the current climate when people are maybe suffering a little bit with isolation and mental health, but yeah, I think just keeping it online like we are doing now, it's built our community stronger, definitely. And we said that the kids' challenges, like 30-day challenges, stuff to do at home, stuff to do their workouts. And yeah, it just, it just built the community up really strong. So I think we've got a really nice community now that that's just, yeah, everyone's really supportive of each other and everyone pushes through. And, and that's definitely a good thing. 
probably the only good thing to come out of this pandemic, <laughs> but we've got a good community now. <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, well, it's not the only good thing for you because you've written a book as well, which yeah. you interviewed, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of uh, martial artists and people who are experts in different disciplines. Yeah, man. Yeah, so this is volume two written. And this is, so, so volume one, a friend called Lucci back in 2015 mm-hmm. and I think we released it in 20 uh, did we release 2016 we released it mm-hmm. um just before Christmas and then we got a certain amount of copies and it sold out and we were like oh shit what do we do now and then we didn't really do anything with it but people liked it and we were like okay yeah cool and it had 15 martial artists from around the UK that were just you know pretty high up pretty well known um people that had kind of worked in the movie industry like Andy Norman who did the Batman Begins and yep. all the Batman trilogy and stuff um, people like Zara Fithian, who's awesome, um, other movie people, other like really well-known characters in traditional martial arts, sports martial arts, and also self-defense, because mm-hmm. we wanted to be like, quite inclusive and get yeah. people from different different um, styles and backgrounds. Things like that, yeah. yeah, so we did that. And then again, when lockdown one happened, I was like, I got it in my head that I wanted to, um, to just re-release the book on Amazon, because I was mm. like, well, it gives me something to do. It gives me another little project. And then two of the guys that are in the book aren't with us anymore either. Um, one died from cancer and one died from a heart attack. So mm-hmm. we thought it was really important to to get their words out there as well. And, you know, what they thought, because when we interviewed the Tony Pillage, who was battling cancer at that point, he's written his own book as well about his battles. Mm-hmm. But he was going through the treatment at that point And, you know, and a lot of life, a lot of life lessons were, were in his chapter. So I thought it was it was really important to have those words immortalized um, and have it available to people, really. So just before Christmas 2020, it got re-released on Amazon. And then I thought, fuck it, I'll do volume two. <laughs> I've got <laughs> nothing else to do. Like, cool, I'm sat on my ass at home. And what, what's a good way of passing the time? Let's write a book again. So, a book. yeah, so I stuck out a few feelers. And then, um, yeah, 17 names later, it's like, cool. We've got some really, really, really high-level guys. Like We've got Neil Adams in it, the Olympic wow. judoka. We've got uh, Victor Estima. BJJ a legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got um, Eric Paulson, MMA legend and pioneer of MMA. Just we've got the welterweight um, bare knuckle boxing champion. Um, so yeah, some really, really, really high level guys, and I'm really proud of it. And it's actually just gone off to Amazon yesterday. The cover's nice. done. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So we should get the proof tomorrow, so I can read through it and check all my spelling mistakes, and then redo it. All. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I'm hoping that'll be available for spring, so March, April time, and there. Uh, and what the name of the uh, book? Sorry? What's the name of the book? So it's Martial Masters. So volume one's available on Amazon at the moment. And then volume two is the one that's just finished. So that'll be available March, April, I reckon, on Amazon again. Mm. Awesome. Sounds good. Awesome. Well, what was your most, like, you've interviewed many um, martial artists for your book and things like this. What yeah. are the common themes you find between speaking with all these people when it comes to like their um, philosophy to life, the way they approach things, the way they approach their training, their like overall life philosophy. Have you like, yeah, so I was just wondering. Yeah, there was like you... a few things that, yeah, there was a few things that kind of stood out between them all. And I think all of them said that their lives would turn out differently if they hadn't gone into martial arts for one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they wouldn't be, in the position that they're in now maybe they would have taken a different route some not as legal perhaps <laughs> as they've taken now but um 
Yeah, and they've all said that martial arts has bettered themselves, and that's what they want to translate now. Like right. we've got in the book, we've got people that are still competing, and then we've got people that are coaching. And the coach, mm. the coaches now that have done the fight and are retired have now just said that they want to pass that on, um, and you know, focus on their fighters and make them and bring them success. The guys that um, maybe don't compete and just teach, they've just said that they want to make people as good as they can and you know rick fay is a great example of this who's learned under dan Santo mm-hmm. and does the jkd and carly and stuff he's in the book and he, we had a great chat where he was just talking about how much martial arts brings to people and how much he wants to just use martial arts as a vehicle for making nice people and that really aligned with what I w- i'm trying to do with my academy and power mm-hmm. it's like we just want to make nice people <laughs> like you know <laughs> the martial arts is as we've as we've yeah. you know said it's a great way of doing that just through humbling people and keeping that ego check and the self-discipline that we spoke about and all those things. Mm. So those, those are the two main common themes, I think of just, you know, improving people's lives through martial art, whether it's themselves improving it through taking the martial art in the first place or now translating that and improving people through their coaching. Yeah. Well, that is a fantastic thing to have to create more nice people because the world needs it. It definitely yeah, man. I think there's a lot of bad shit in the world at the moment. And it's like, you know, definitely. everyone's at each other's throats a little bit about various political things or oh, yes. societal things. And it's just like, ah, oh, have a day off. Like, you know, be nice. One day we'll all laugh about this at the pub over a beer exactly. and we'll forget when social distancing is, is just a, a nasty word that people don't <laughs> use anymore. And it's like, yeah, you'll be back with you your friends sat up up and it's like oh, is it really worth falling out over stuff just because i've got a different opinion to something than you do it's not worth it you know if you've got a different opinion like cool express your opinion debate is good but it's not yeah, worth exactly. falling out over people is it it's just exactly well yeah. in, in in the mat in the ring in the octagon is like despite our political ideas despite of everything that you think over there you can only face the reality which is yeah. the other person that are interacting in your martial arts and everything related to that sport you know so, yeah and that's it, why it's so important yeah. for people's mental health yeah. at the moment i think yeah it gives people like i know me for one i will never ever take for granted like the atmosphere in a gym again or the atmosphere oh, yes. in an academy oh, and being yes all... sir no right i miss <laughs> that, Damn, I, miss that. Like, i just miss my gym and i miss being with people like <laughs> yeah. zoom's cool and it's it's you know imagine a, imagine a lockdown without the internet and without zoom oh, it's yeah. like Shit, well, like... probably I'll be a monk, I'll be sitting in the <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> top of a mountain. 100%. Yeah. Dude, we're just we're just shave, shave the my head, shit. shave the head, <laughs> shave the beard, go That's down it. in the woods and just share. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but internet is a really great aspect of these days. Well, just mm-hmm. doing stuff like this, you can connect with people, you know, all over the country, all over the world. And it's, it's, a, it's a good thing. And, you know, for people's mental health at the moment, just staying connected yeah. is such an important thing. Yeah. And, you know, we all train. And that feeling of just walking in and if you've had a shit day at work or you've had a shit day or you, you know, you've, I don't know, you've got a relationship problem or something like that. Sometimes you could just go into the academy or go to your gym or whatever. And for that hour, hour and a half session, whatever you're doing, you kind of forget about everything else for a little while, don't you? Because mm-hmm. you just hit the pads, you focus on what you're doing and you kind of go, ah, and everything else leaves and you come out sweating, smiling mm-hmm. and like having learned something. It's like, right. If you can tick those three boxes, you've had a good sesh. And yes. then obviously with everything that's going on at the moment, that's so, so, so important for people. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, as we said, it's something as well that makes you connect with people because you just remove yeah. all this veil of bullshit. You just put bullshit <laughs> as, like beside and just 
whatever was important to, to the bullshit moment. free zone that's what oh, we yeah. like yeah yeah no absolutely bullshit. no politics no bullshit no and it just get on the mountain train <laughs> yeah that's actually one of one of the interesting stuff like of course i'm brazilian and i'm from 90s right so i've seen how like especially mma developed from a really culty kind of thing to yeah. like one of the biggest sports in the world right now mm -hmm. and back in 90s i would say even in the early 20, uh, 2000s at least in brazil a little bit in america as well people mm -hmm. were getting inside the sport to be violent only mm. you know they were going to gyms just to learn how to to kick or punch and then going to nightclubs to 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 you know fight people or whatever yeah. and those guys literally disappeared because like the philosophy in the gym didn't allow them to grow in that environment you know and right now it's such for me it's really interesting to see how that changed we, we don't see that tough guy mentality going to the gym because that guy would be probably going to be humbled the moment he stepped in the gym you know what i mean mm -hmm. and of course because we removed as well the culty aspect of it uh mm -hmm. people accept it more it's on tv pay-per-view everywhere you know it's like here in europe in k ireland you go Huge to the numbers. pub yeah you go to the yeah. pub to watch fights and stuff you know yeah, yeah. so oh, the pub what is this thing you speak of <laughs> way so, way back in the past yeah <laughs> so absolutely uh it's really it's really um it's really it's really great to see how things changed and how yeah. we can actually introduce this to people now with a different uh approach you know and mm -hmm. also how this is changing lives of course then you have your own podcast where you go through martial arts and stuff right So yeah. how do you see people's journey in martial arts from like, as I said, from back in the days in 90s, early thousands and, and right now? Yeah. So this is like, this has been one of the most interesting things chatting to all these people yeah. and all these guys that are way, 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 and girls way, way better than me. Um, yeah. And seeing how, you know, especially kind of the BJJ and the MMA has evolved yeah. over, you know, the past 20 or so years mm -hmm. and speaking to, people like john will who was one of the first original non-foreigners or non-brazilian sorry to get a brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt he's one of like the yeah. dirty dozen yeah, yeah. So he's in the second volume and speaking to him about traveling over to brazil and things like that and even victor Estima, who was um who started training in brazil before he moved to the uk mm -hmm. and it yeah i think they both said that it was a bit of a different culture um but obviously with the ufc it's skyrocketed from you know the first the second third fourth and then it used to be kind of style versus style Whereas now yeah. MMA is, it's in itself. It's not yeah. really style versus style anymore, I'd argue. It's, it's like mixed martial artists versus mixed martial artists. You'll always get someone that's maybe more of a striker or maybe someone that's more comfortable grappling. But in general, like most of the fighters now are kind of pretty well-rounded comparatively mm -hmm. to, you know, the early days of the UFC. Yeah. So that, that transition from MMA being style versus style to a sport in its own right, I think is is awesome and you know it's just it's putting martial arts on the map and which i think you know is, is only a good thing yes <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> nice yeah <laughs> absolutely absolutely um and especially uh other aspects of martial arts as well as we were discussing you know yeah. um of course i had a background in taekwondo and over there it was di really different the mindset yeah. was more like a discipline And this hierarchy you had with your 
master your coach you know sure. and how things were was really more I would say more uh, structured in a way that you have like different levels and different yeah, yeah. Uh, positions and you have different rules for different levels, but it's different, right? And yeah. today, uh, I believe even those more more traditional martial arts also involved because of like the MMA uh, ascension. Um, because right now, like I, I have friends that are still uh, fighting in Taekwondo back there. And yeah. things are changed now. The way they okay. structured uh, their classes and stuff is way more approachable to people, um, yeah. way more inclusive, and they touch in different stuff right now as well. Not only the the traditional art they were mm. doing back in the, my days, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think you know, like inclusivity is super important. I think everyone should be able to have access to martial arts, no matter if you want to fight competitively, cool, crack on. If you don't want to fight competitively, cool, crack on. <laughs> like, yeah. no matter what you want to do, I think there's a martial out there for you. Like, if you're more interested in the culture and the history and the, there's a martial out there for you. Like, if yeah. you're more interested in um, competing and, you know, doing something and, you know, progressing and making it a career, there's something out there for you. If you're interested in just a little bit of fitness and you want to learn to defend yourself a little bit, there's something out there. So I think there's so many different flavors of martial art now. People can kind of pick and choose. Yeah. I, I don't like the, and to be fair, we're seeing it less and less, but I don't yeah. like the, oh, you must only stick to one style. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. really old school mentality where it's yeah. like, ah, oh, like <laughs> it's like eating at your favorite restaurant and they can never eat at any other restaurant again. <laughs> and it's like, dude, it's there's a street full of restaurants from all different. There's like <laughs> Chinese, Indian fish and chips no matter what you want you're like nah i'm only gonna have fish and chips it's like why go and try the chinese like yeah, definitely why would you limit yourself to with there's so many different aspects of martial arts and so many different things that it can bring from like mm -hmm. weapons to multiple attacks to ring to cage to uh groundwork like bjj there's so much you can do it's like why limit yourself just learn it all but you know to each their own i suppose and some people kind of go yep this is the martial art for me i want to focus on that and mm -hmm. and i also you know maybe slightly Hip hypocritically i also think it's important to have one martial art that you have a foundation on first yeah, yeah. before you start investigating yeah. other stuff because yeah. otherwise you're going to get head fucked <laughs> your brain's going to explode because it's too much knowledge if you start yeah. doing weapons and then start doing groundwork and then start doing striking and then start doing self-defense stuff it's like no 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 and you're like a white belt it's like dude <laughs> calm down focus on one thing and then once you've kind of got a bit of experience, then mm -hmm. start because, you know, start experimenting. Because at the end of the day, we've got two arms, two legs and a head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's only a certain amount of things that you could do. There's only a certain amount of variables yeah, that a absolutely. human body is able to do. Yeah. It's just what you choose to do with them, you know. Mm -hmm. And but, how do you approach this, Dan? If someone fresh, never done a martial arts before, go to your gym and say, like, teach me something. You know, we'll take him straight into the ring and beat the shit. Out of him. <laughs> dun, 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 I'm joking, dun, dun. joking, joking, joking. Ground and pound. Tonight we're gonna have a lesson, boy. <laughs> yeah, take down ground and pound. <laughs> now we'll just introduce him to a little bit. Like we run beginner courses usually. All Back right. in normal times, we do six week beginner courses or four week beginner courses, yeah. which is a little bit of a basic introduction to what we do. So it's mainly kind of fitnessy based. Mm -hmm. um, a little bit of striking, just how to punch properly and like some of the basics, like a good stance, retracting mm -hmm. the hands, doing all those things that you taught from kind of day one, mm -hmm. throwing a leg kick, make sure you're using the hips and your body and rotating the front foot, etc. doing all that stuff. And then from there, you can progress into the regular classes where we'll start looking at different aspects of martial arts. So, you know, I think if you teach a little bit of stand up, if you teach a little bit of grappling and you teach a little bit of groundwork, 
you got a pretty mm. good system there. And maybe add some weapons in at some point as well, mm-hmm. just for, you know, weapons are a good thing to learn for, like, the cognitive, like, um, yeah, 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 coordination yeah, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Like, Carly and Screamers, awesome for working your brain. Like, I've just started doing some now during lockdown with the Minnesota Carly guys in America. And the amount of times I whack myself over the head with a wooden stick just because I haven't used it before, like double stick stuff. And it's like, bunk, like whacking yourself in the elbow. You're like, ah, that's my funny bone. Or that's the back of my head. But it's like, fuck. Like, (laughs) so it just makes you some Bruce Lee action. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to be Bruce Lee. (laughs) Yeah. Like nunchucks, same thing. I'm sure everyone's whacked. Well, everyone that's done something with nunchucks before has whacked themselves where they they don't want to be whacked. But it's that coordination and things like that. Like, you're never going to use nunchucks in a fight. Oh, yeah, of course. If you're only going to do martial arts for having a fight, then you're missing out on a whole load of benefits of martial arts. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, most regular people, if you're not a competitive fighter and you're not a doorman or security or police or something like that, you're probably not going to get into too many fights, you know, day to day. It's like it just doesn't really happen unless you're really, really unlucky oh, or, you're, or you just got a personality that's a bit of a dick. But in that case, <laughs> martial arts isn't going to help you like be a better person or it will help you. Actually, it'll make you a better person. There you go. There you go. <laughs> less and therefore get beat up less. Yeah. Well, let's yes. speak about the exceptions then. Of course, sometimes you have to defend yourself, right? Sometimes yeah. you're yes. at the pub, you have some someone who is drunk, a little bit violent. You just pass through him. He, did, he didn't like you. So <laughs> he decided to punch you in the face, right? Chat shit get banged. Mm. Yeah. yeah. How is your approach to realistic self-defense in those cases? Yeah. So I'm just asking this because, of course, there's an entire YouTube genre of fake martial artists oh, teaching yes. self-defenses. I don't know if you've seen that. No Bro, touch knockouts, man. No Whoa. touch knockouts. <laughs> Not one finger flying. Yeah. So someone approaches me at the bar, I throw a chi ball at them and they fly across the bar. Oh. Yeah. I look amazing and get all the girls at night and I'm just like a rock star. Never going to happen. Self-defense is like a tricky one because yeah. there's just so many variables. Yeah. And the best self-defense is just when you go home and being able to, I think generally being a nice person and not being a dick yeah. is good self-defense yeah like yes, if you're quite course. a humble person and you knock someone's beer over in a bar and you kind of go oh sorry mate that was my fault right i'll buy you a new one cool like nine times out of ten that's the conflict done yeah. you know at that point it's, it's done and it's like cool yeah fine it's when it then starts getting a little bit heated and you're like oh shit and it's you start it's, it's an ego thing mm-hmm. self-defense mm-hmm. goes wrong when your ego matches their ego and then you feel like, you know, someone's ego goes too high. And yeah. At that point, you can't back down. At that point, yeah. it then has to get physical. But if you're kind of egoless, I think, you know, half the time, it's, it's like you can just walk away or just go for the exit, <laughs> you know. But it's such a difficult subject that, again, I, I used to be quite interested in what work on the street, man. Would this work on the street? Like, <laughs> and I kick ass with these moves. And I'm like, oh, now shit. Are, are you, are you going to tell me that Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu doesn't work on the street? Just like <laughs> those guys awesome on the, the street. internet. Yeah. Everything, this is the thing, though. Everything works on the street and nothing works on the street. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm going to throw a right cross, but I missed. Well, Does that mean the right crosses don't work on the street? No, it means that you haven't made that right cross work on the street because you missed. Yeah, absolutely. This is the thing, like, you know, it's, it's such, it's such a difficult subject and it's so, it's really opinionated as well because you get people Mm -hmm. that are reality based martial arts instructors or that, that just (laughs) say, right, this is for the street. This is all for the street. And it's like, okay, cool. But all right. But then what? (laughs) It's like, you know, 
if you're only training to to just defend yourself on the street, like I said, you, you're missing a lot and a big section of what the martial arts does for you. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot, a lot of the questions of what works and what doesn't are answered now, just because of things like MMA, where it's pressure mm-hmm. tested. And it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. you can't get a lot more real than standing toe to toe someone in a cage or a boxing ring or things like that. And it's like, yeah. okay. So if you've got a good solid foundation in striking, you've got a little bit of wrestling and you've got a little bit of groundwork, even just to get up in like a, like a technical get up kind of way from the mm-hmm. BJJ stuff. It's like, cool, you've, you're probably all right against 99% of people that are pilled up, drugged up, drunk, ego, massive ego, you know, <laughs> ego head. It's like, you know, majority of people, you're probably all right with that point if you've got mm-hmm. a, bit of, a bit of all those three elements. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Like yeah, for me, it's 100%, 100%, 100% accurate. Um, first of all, being a nice person and understanding the situation yeah. that you're stepping in, you know, understanding that you are the one that most probably are the one responsible for letting things escalate, you know? Yeah. Um, and the last time that I've been stuck on that situation where the person was trying to find me, you know? uh i was just like dude calm down you know like <laughs> let's talk you know yeah, no yeah. reason for fights first of all because well, i know that it would be the shit on him that's for well, sure well, yes so well, like as you said yeah if you have a solid foundation you understand the situation you are and try to be a nice person that's the best way to defend yourself I yeah for sure yeah. and there's always there's always like um exceptions to the rule and stuff and yeah saying that you need to know when to pull the trigger as well and if you know and you've tried to talk your way down and things oh, like yeah, that, it's like, okay, well, sometimes, you know, preemptive strike, things like that, and then just go, just leave. But it's, it's a difficult <laughs> yeah. subject, you know, but morally and legally as well, because, you know, it's, it's just not fun. Like, Whoa. you know, you go to your academy and go spar and get your aggression out then, but fighting in the street and stuff, it's, it's not fun on a Friday night outside kebab shop. Like, oh, yeah. What's the which is another reason why many more people need to do martial arts because they have a lot of anger. They have a lot of frustration about this, that, the other thing, whatever this person did this thing and at work and they get pissed off, but they don't have an outlet for it. And when you have a place where you can punch a bag, that's not going to be like complaining or like kind of you can just smash that bag yeah it's cathartic without any problems yeah Yeah, it's just you can unleash that you know Mm -hmm. to release some of that tension that's built up over and it's like yeah cool if you just smash your pad as hard as you can with a hammer fist it's like oh that feels good (laughs) it's like yeah (laughs) but yeah and you're not going to go out in the street hopefully and do it are you no, no absolutely not. but that's the thing it's out there so once once you get it out of your body it's the energy is gone it doesn't need to like the next day somebody comes up your face and tries to punch you you're gonna be like man just chill which actually happened to me one time i came out of the gym walking in the down in the street and this guy literally was crossing over and just comes in my face and he's like you know, gets up and visit like, ah! and, and I was like, literally just came out of the gym. And I thought, and the thought in my head was like, what? <laughs> like, What's going on? I was more confused than like frustrated or angry or anything. Before yeah. I would have been like, what the fuck is this guy trying to do? And shit like yeah, that. Sure. Probably. Yeah. But at that moment, I was like, okay cool whatever yeah i'm gonna go Enjoy about my yourself. day now. i'm going home and see you later i've got yeah like just one thing i've got a problem with is people teaching like forms and kata or 
things like that, but claiming that it's self-defense, yeah. which, mm. uh, you know, it's, it's getting rarer again now and to keep things positive and all that. Yeah. But just the one thing that does annoy me is, is stuff that's not tested or people that have never actually had any experience of a real life altercation. Their mm. only experience of fighting is maybe in a dojo or in an academy or something like that. But then they claim to teach self-defense, like especially traditional martial arts. Like I said, I came from Aikido background. Yep. And I would never claim that that's self-defense. I claim that's a martial art. But I wouldn't claim, like if someone said to me, I want to learn really effective self-defense, I wouldn't yeah. go, right, go to Aikido class because it's a traditional martial art. But it's this, what I said at the start, stay in your lane. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> not a fighter's gym. Don't claim to be a fighter's gym. Yep. Be honest with people. But if you're teaching self-defense, I think it helps if you've had some experience in a street fight or an altercation or something just mainly because you know what your body goes through in terms Mm -hmm. of like the adrenaline pumping and then you start breathing heavily and you know you start getting the adrenal shakes and things like that and then after you get like the adrenal dump and it's like and you know even just knowing that your body's going to do that is going to help yeah so even if if someone's teaching that they can translate that to their students better so if that does ever happen, they'll know what's going to happen. So it's like, oh, I'm starting to get shaky. That's my adrenaline starting to kick off. And you can tell like the telltale signs that maybe someone's going to hit you, like they take a step back or something with their lead, uh, with their power hand or, you know, they're given the, the non-verbal communication that things going to escalate. Yeah. And, but if your only experience of real life situations, or sorry, if your only experience of self-defense is training in a dojo and training academy with friends where it's like you are training with friends at that point they don't really want to hurt you no. and it's like okay so yeah at that point i start questioning slightly whether this whether this <laughs> stuff and i'm not saying at all that i'm like some massive street fighter and i like go out of but you know i've had a few street fights and they're not fun <laughs> you know no, absolutely they're just not fun and it's just absolutely. and you feel guilty after or you feel bad and bruised after and it's like oh and if you feel bad and bruised after a training session cool if you feel better and bruised after a night out at the pub, it's like it's not quite the same feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to have that, to have that knowledge of of what's happening, and to have that thing where it's like, well, you know, I have this has happened. I think that's important as well. So it's a little bit of a fine line on that one. As you as a teacher, did is... you receive many internet trolls challenging you and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's called delete, <laughs> block, delete, and then. Just... Fuck them off. Like, no, no, to be fair, um, I've not, I don't put that much out on the internet, to be fair, just because I've right. started putting more out um, just because of lockdown and things like that. And, um, but yeah, so far it's always been pretty positive. But that's great. I know people that put a lot out there and the way that oh, they've said it is, trolls, is yeah. this guy better than me? Yeah, does this guy know more than me? And if the answer is no, then why are you commenting? Fuck off. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> what's, what's, you know, you have no opinion on this. Like, if you get, I don't know, some weirdo sat at their computer just scrolling through YouTube going, oh, that shit. If I did that, I'd do this. And it's like, mate, you haven't trained a day in your life. Like, you still live with your mum and shut up. Like, exactly. So, but, you know, you've got to take criticism as well. Like, criticism is mm-hmm. fine, but I'll take criticism from people better than me, yes. not from people that aren't as good as me. And I think that's just the way you need to, to well, yeah, it. Criticism and, you know, is, just is don't let it is... get to you. It's the same as inspiration. No, you won't be inspired by someone who accomplished yeah. less than you. As well, you won't receive any critic for someone that done less than you. You know, so you have to always. Yeah, for sure. Right it goes for back to the ego yeah. thing, doesn't it? Yeah. 
absolutely yeah if you just think that your stuff is amazing and you've got nothing more to learn it's like well again that's just your ego talking there's always something more to learn and like our, our symbol it empowers like an uh, infinity sign which represents just constantly learning yeah. and don't stop. And that's like my ethos. So we're, we're always bringing in guest instructors, like I said, on the 24 hour challenge, mm-hmm. we've done it for our online classes, but when we're, when we're back at the Academy as well, we, we were bringing in guest instructors there just from, from different styles to give people a different slant on stuff. And it, it gives me a different slant on things as well. And I'm always trying to learn new stuff and, you know, test more stuff or just keep improving myself. And especially at the moment, and you know, don't just, flatten and stagnate no. use this time where it's a bit down to get super fit learn a new skill write a book stop yourself going mad happy <laughs> days <laughs> you know good priorities List yeah priorities. that's it yeah 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 it's just setting and... those goals again isn't it when i think it's too easy at the moment for everyone to just sit back yeah it's kind of ah, uh, i can't do anything i won't do anything but it's like nah, you can't do anything so this would be the time when you should be doing something Absolutely. but that's the discipline though that's this yeah, I guess for so. you to like sit down and do your writing for example for you yeah uh, it's the discipline for Gustav for example to sit down in like 5 a.m in the morning then go does his yoga or training it's yeah the discipline for me to do my training in the morning as well it's like it's instead of just waking up and doing nothing or like surfing the internet check your phone <laughs> doing this thing yeah. which actually what most people would do yeah because surprisingly even i though... still do to be fair but i'll do oh, both yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> but, like i'm not saying you don't check your phone all i'm saying is like you gotta make sure that you're taking care of yourself yeah in the other aspect as well but most people which is a surprise still they still just check their phone all day long <laughs> they, yeah even though mma is like famous ufc is famous sports is becoming more mainstream i guess yeah but it is still surprising to me how many people just don't do it anymore. Or like they just, once the quarantine hit, completely stopped. Nothing, yeah, well, this no is it, training. It? I think people gave up a little bit. And like, like I'll be honest, like this lockdown has been really hard. Oh, yeah. I think it's been a lot harder for everyone now just because mm-hmm. it is the third yes. one. And like in September yeah. when we reopened, it was amazing for us because all the students that we'd lost like in the first lockdown, because obviously people were losing jobs and some didn't want to train online, which is completely fine. But then September, we got them all back up. And like, we got, we had a massive September where we put like 40 students in, I think to the academy in a month. And it was like, yeah, this nice. is awesome. We're firing on all cylinders. Like, this is amazing. Everything's good. And then November, it was like, shut down again. You're like, oh man, like, I'm doing everything now. We're doing track and trace. We're doing socially distanced training. We're getting the punch bags out so you can just work on your own. We're wiping everything down every night. Uh-huh. You know, we're doing track and trace, um, like everything that we possibly could. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, like it's, it's that constantly moving the goalpost thing. Yeah. And then it was the same open again for a couple of weeks in December. And then it was Christmas time. And then we're like, okay, guys, we'll be back in January. January is like our biggest month as it is for like most gyms. Like people mm-hmm. get fat over Christmas and then go, oh shit, I need to not be fat anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they can come and see us and like gym memberships go through the roof and same yeah. for martial arts. And then it was like, well, you can't open. And we're like, fucking like, <laughs> like it's so frustrating now. And then just because then the weather's crap, so you don't want to necessarily go for a walk or anything, yeah. like go for a jog in the morning and it's just pissing it down or it's just really, really cold. And you're like, I'll, I'll give it a miss this day. And then one day turns into two days, turns into three yes. days, turns into a week, into two weeks, et cetera. And it's t- like everyone hibernates during, you know, winter and stuff. Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like, it's fair enough, but at least normally you have that 
thing where it's like, ah, oh, Tuesday, I've got my class or Thursday, I've got my class or Tuesday and Thursday or whatever it is, whenever you train, you've got that constant. And our online classes have been a lot less this lockdown, to be fair, mm-hmm. like a lot less in terms of people doing it. Because I think last March, it was it was new. It's like, ah, oh, Zoom, this is new. This is something, <laughs> you know, a little bit different. Online yeah, yeah, training, what's yeah. all this about? But people know it now. It's been like nearly a year. And it's not the same. Like mm-hmm. you guys know, it's it's not the same. There's no, no same no. feeling as like grabbing someone and like rolling with them or punching or kicking or hitting the bag or hitting something. You can only do shadow sparring for so long. Um, mm-hmm. And you can keep them fit and you can keep the drills going and you can try and keep them motivated. But equally, there needs to be an end date. And this is what most martial arts and, and gyms are feeling now, I think. But hopefully, like I said, keeping it positive. Hopefully the end's in sight and maybe March, April, we can start opening up in some. And the weather will get better as well. So we can run exactly. outside classes and, and things like that. Oh, no, that's why the mental health aspect of it is so important yeah. to go through mm-hmm. this entire period you know of course my one as mental health preacher i'm <laughs> suffering as well you know like i'm yeah, suffering yeah. a lot because i it's difficult to go outside to have a run because it's snowing or it's, it's fucking <laughs> yeah. raining so it's it's hard to yes. stay at home look into your walls and do something as you said like shadow spar for three months in a row is not a good experience you know that's why you have to have this really mindset inside you like this positive attitude and and face things like in a good way and know that at some point things will gonna open again yeah at some point the the academy will be back at some point my gym will be back and then i'll be really like able to do my stuff over there but to yeah, that it's... moment, I, I'm mm-hmm. here. I'm like, yeah. I have to train. I have to be in shape to that mm-hmm. moment. I'll be prepared, you know? Yes. It's and... taking control of your training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you think now, say people have had this whole year off and they've done nothing online and they've done, you know, they've just gone, ah, I'm going to stop my membership to your academy and then we'll come back when it reopens. Maybe yeah. they come back for a couple of months when we do reopen, but then they stop the membership again. Yeah. But they're going to be so much further back in terms of fitness, in terms of yeah. community, in terms of just... Even if you shadow spar and you keep him moving and you keep it, you know, you can work on some of the more technical aspects, which is good because maybe yep. you don't have time for it in a, in a regular class. You can definitely work on some of the more like, oh, you need to turn your hip more or you need to tuck your chin in more and things like that. So you can get really kind of nitty gritty with it. Yep. And it's mm-hmm. just keeping. And then when you do get back to classes and you get back to training with people, you're going to be a step ahead of the people that haven't done anything just because they're going to have to go from base one again, where they've done nothing for the past however many months now. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, all I've done is completed Netflix and, you know, gone through every single delivery restaurant and smashed them all. And it's like, okay, cool. But now you can barely get through the warm up. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the guys that are training and keeping online with the online stuff and keeping the Zoom classes going, they're just going to be ahead of it because they're going to be fitter and they're going to be, able, it's not going to feel unnatural to them again to punch stuff and to have the mechanic of a punch or the mechanic of a knee or a kick or whatever. So they're going to be a little bit of a step ahead of the game. So it's not ideal, but it's just what we've got at the moment. There's no other choice. Hey, and it's either that or do nothing. And that's not really in my, I just go, fuck it. It's not in my book. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even just the fitness for when you come back. It's like with this time you're, pretty much can't do nothing anyway yeah. so even if you go out for a walk or whatever if you can that's good for your mental health that's good for your mood working out is going to help you improve your mood because of course you're sitting there we you have your work you have your people around you yeah. stress is coming everywhere and you need the release so you need to train you need to move your body movement is the best thing to handle what's going on in your mind If yeah. your mind is like scattered and just going everywhere, 
move your body it will completely change your point sure. of view yeah and it's such an it's such an important time to be healthy just yes. with everything that's going on and it's just been shown now you know this whole thing that's happening with the pandemic it affects people that are overweight more it affects mm-hmm. people that got vitamin d levels less so it's exactly. like okay what can you do to protect yourself you don't have to wait for this miracle vaccine or whatever you can start right now and you can start going out and getting some sunlight and getting some fresh air and you know just moving a little bit and not just going all right i'm going to binge on takeaway for the next three months and give up it's like you know protect yourself a little bit this way and you know this is the whole thing with protecting the nhs this is part of protecting the nhs as well because keeping it's people fit and healthy biggest mm-hmm. part of it yeah it's it gonna keep people out of it hospitals piss the shit out of me to not mm-hmm. see the media saying like you have to build up your immunity system you yes. know it, like people need to practice and people need to be active people need to take the vitamins people need to go and have a sunshine whatever yeah. people need to be active in this moment you know that's yeah. why it's so important to have people as them that are like preaching this that are giving classes online and stuff to make people realize that they can be safe right now they don't need to wait for any vaccination or whatever mm-hmm. you know that's it yeah you can start right now and this is the thing just yeah. eat healthy and it, and it pisses me off as well that all the takeaways are still open and deemed as essential and it's like right <laughs> don't grab a mcdonald's and it's like dude you're not helping a problem here like cool but uh, and it's like okay well and then it's like oh eat out to help out like the government scheme thing it's like okay we'll do one for like work, the gyms <laughs> work out to help out like fuck's sake you know go and sponsor people to go and join the gym or something like that yeah. and but, you know, unfortunately, it's habit building, isn't it? And the people yeah. that mm-hmm. that don't go to the gym won't go to the gym just because they're told to go to the gym. Yes. And it, they, you need to do it for yourself. And you need to find something that it, that motivates you or inspires you or kind of go, whether it's like aesthetic results, so you want to lose weight, mm-hmm. or whether it's like, I want to have more energy levels, or it's, you know, anything that you want to do. And again, that was one of my things in lockdown number three that we're on now. It's <laughs> like, yeah, so I signed up with a PT. Mm-hmm. who um just gave me a nutrition plan gave me a workout plan and i said right at the end of this lockdown i want to be i want to look good i want to feel good and i want to have loads of energy and just be able to smash everything out and i think i'm in like a month in a, about a month now so i've been doing it for a month eating super clean working out pretty much every day and yeah it's it's i feel better for it it's a, you know it just gives a little bit of light when it's dark and shit outside yeah, it's like exactly. and you feel better it rele- releases the endorphins you feel good about yourself and it's like ah and then if you do go back and then you do decide to go and like go and watch a film on Netflix or something, you don't feel guilty. You're like, well, I've done my no. workout for the day. Yeah. I can yeah. chill now. I've done my workout. Mm-hmm. You know, I've moved around a little bit. I've, I've done my thing and I can, you know, this is, this is all right. Or you do decide to indulge in like a pizza at the weekend. It's like, well, it's not the end of the world, is it? Cause I'm still moving. I'm still eating healthy majority of the time in, in, you know, where it all goes wrong is when people cut everything out Yeah. and go, yeah. right, I'm only going to eat lettuce. <laughs> and rice cakes that's <laughs> and wrong. chicken and that's it yeah. and it lasts about three days and they go fuck i'm hungry <laughs> and then like smash down in a chocolate cake <laughs> yes or they try and do too much at the gym too soon and then they feel mm-hmm. ill and it puts them off or they try and go for a run and then they're like breathing out their ass at the end of the run and like coughing up and it's like and it puts them off it again so it's like exactly. start small just yeah. you know little tiny daily changes are a good thing yeah that's one of the things they actually helped me a lot with the brazilian jiu-jitsu was not to go 100 from the start right yeah man. so yeah. when i got there first time of course i'm like new don't know <laughs> nothing what's going on and like yeah. nervous as fuck the the adrenaline the, the jitters everything the whole shebang oh, yeah. right and then like i was being choked of course and just i let it like the guy was choking me and i left it there for a few seconds 
extra two seconds. And then he was like, dude, just tap out. Yeah. There's yeah. no problem whatsoever. Once he told me like, it's cool, like relax, don't worry. Everything started to be, to feel better. Everything started to feel nicer. Yeah. It flows more. Doesn't and, it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. and so like the movement and just not being concerned about like uh, this thing or that thing and just being in that moment of training yeah it's priceless mm, yeah it's the most important thing and bjj is awesome for that because you know if you look at any of the top guys in bjj look how relaxed they are when mm-hmm. they're doing it just because they know exactly what's happening it's like the old chess game analogy isn't it they're thinking yeah. three moves ahead Yep. Whereas you get a white belt, like within the first couple of weeks, they are gassing out after like 30 <laughs> seconds on their back because they're just putting everything in like, <gasps> I'm dying. And like, to be fair, that's still me. I'm still gassing out. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm in the same boat. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the thing. I think it's a process that everyone who does any form of groundwork has got to go through where they're just yeah. like, fuck, man, I'm dying. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's a rite of passage. It's, it's part of the the whole thing when you're doing like combat sports or like a martial art where you're in contact with somebody or you're trying like you're simulating uh as they say in bjj killing somebody (laughs) you're simulating this shit you're and you feel the pressure you feel like you're boxing for example somebody's trying to like you know punch you out knock you out all those things when you feel that pressure in other situations, that pressure is going to be like, if you feel that pressure again in any other situation in your life, some issue with work or whatever, you're going to be more relaxed. You're going to be more at ease to deal with it. You're going to be more comfortable under yeah. that yeah. tension. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. It's like, again, going back to the book, like one of the guys in there said that, when this whole pandemic thing happened, some of the first clubs to fold or to give in were the ones where belts are kind of just given away or paid mm-hmm. for because they've never had that experience of actually working through something and having, like you said, the pressure. Mm-hmm. Whereas the ones that kind of like just went, right, what are we going to do now? Are the ones that have gone through like hard training and, you know, taking steps back and then taking steps forward and then taking steps back again because they're used to that up and down thing. And this is just like another step back really. But then when things open, I think everyone's going to go crazy for being with each other again. Yeah. And like yeah. having that social interaction, whether it's pubs, restaurants, um, gyms, martial arts academies, I think everything's going to go bah, 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 and people are going to appreciate even more. So this is step back to maybe go two steps forward when things does have, does open again, but that pressure, like life's full of pressure. Like, you know, mm-hmm. shit happens, doesn't it? And you know, this, this year has been, ideal for none of us <laughs> like oh no you know, but but equally people have got a different perspective on each one like if i was mm-hmm. you know married and had my job still because i worked online and my wife was married i'd have a really different perspective mm-hmm. to someone like me who's self-employed and the business has been closed down three times or if i was furloughed and like in london so i'm still getting eight percent of my wages but i haven't got the travel costs mm. and i'm just like saving loads of money so it's like again it's a different perspective so yeah. I think it's important to take in people's perspectives at the moment of what of their individual circumstances and what they're going through. And maybe this is where some of the arguments come from. But it's like just different perspective, man. But yeah, just having that pressure, it's it's important, I think, sometimes to make you push and grow through. Yes, 100%. Well, like the pandemic for me has been a positive, actually. 
sorry to everybody who's gonna be angry about it sorry <laughs> but it's mentally right like it's a mental yeah. thing so for me it helped a lot with work with doing personal work doing yeah. like um, other things yeah. expanding my work portfolio like the things that i do for work i expanded them greatly during the pandemic instead of just yeah. focusing on one part I do two other things as well. So yeah. many different other, like you create your own options if you want. Like if yeah, you wanted sure. to, you same as you, you did your academy, you did your online courses, you adapt to the time. Yeah, exactly. And it's focusing on the positives. I think that's so important. Just thinking outside the box for doing stuff and thinking, all right, well, what is something that I wanted to do that I didn't have time to do before? Yep. Now I can do it. Or it's like, how am I going to make myself the best person or the best version of myself? So when stuff does open again, I can fire on all cylinders and be mm-hmm. like, right, this is in line, this is in line, this is in line. I've done this, I've done this, I've yeah, done this. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's supposed to waiting until that happens and it opens up and then going, right, well, now I'm going to do this. And it's like, no, because you're just going back to, you've just lost a year of your life again, really, because you haven't grown or done anything in this past year. Mm-hmm. You've grown and done something. It's not a complete loss. Although we have lost stuff, obviously, and yep. lost time with friends, lost time with yep. family, et cetera. Yep. But you can also gain stuff, like you said, doing projects that you haven't thought about or um, stuff that you've put off where it's like, well, don't have an excuse now. Right, I better crack on and do it. Exactly. And well, for me, I have like this exactly the same perspective. Of course, we have lost a lot of things money wise, you know, like social wise, we have lost a lot of things. Right. But personally, like my inner me, I have developed way more stuff that I haven't done before, you know, Uh, mental health wise, I focused on myself way more than I've done in the past, you know, Um, relationships as well. I have improved relationships with people. Yeah. A lot of things we were take for granted, you know, like simple yeah. stuff, like a, a Friday night in the pub with your friends, you know. <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh, please. <laughs> so those kind <laughs> of things, you days. know. That's one thing. Just that dreaming I, of beer garden. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Sun oh. shining down, oh, beer shit. garden. Summer's friends coming. like oh, <laughs> bring on the summer. <laughs> exactly. Woo, so that's woo. one thing that we start to have more appreciation for, you know. Um yeah. And another thing that I, at least myself, started to have more appreciation for was for combat sports, you know? I have Ooh. such a journey with it because, like, when I was a kid, my my pops, he was always, like, showing me the old stuff, like, old school stuff. And it was the beginning of uh, the Brazilian Vale Tudo, which yep. turned out to be the MMA stuff. So I was watching everything. I was going to fights. And all of that, you know, so I had awesome. a really yeah, like yeah. emotional connection with it, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and this pandemic period, I was like, you know, let me start watching those fights again, you know, like <laughs> try to understand more the sport and it was yeah, sure. absolutely fantastic. Like for me, mm-hmm. it was one of the greatest stuff to have a contact with my own past, you know, mm-hmm. and start developing again my own uh, interest for martial arts and stuff. I got really deep into boxing again, uh, watching fights and commenting on fights and stuff. And also in MMA, UFC, uh, majorly. Uh, and right now I'm so pumped up because this year have such amazing <laughs> fights coming, uh, especially on March. So that's why oh, I want yes. these fucking pubs <laughs> to be open because <laughs> yeah. I want to watch Francis Igano with a cold pub, pipe. Right? Oh, yeah. yes, sir. So, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. this period was really interesting for me because it, it made myself make 
make me realize the stuff that I was ignoring with the yeah. daily activities and stuff and be more um, close to my passions and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, but I want to change a little bit of the subject and I want you to make a claim right now then. As, as you, right, you, as you said, you have an academy, you have picked the best things that you can see from different martial arts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you truly believe that you cannot say that one style works best than the other style, right? You're going to ask so, me which style's best now? No, no, I won't, <laughs> I won't be that, right? <laughs> What I want to ask you actually is how you can, you can define, right? What is best from a style and how can you identify what is shit from my style? Is that on reality based what is being proved to, to, to be right? Or is just like uh, recognized patterns or seeing what can really works in a reality environment and stuff? It depends on the people. I right. think, like I said, people go to different martial arts for different reasons. And it's knowing what you want from that martial art. I mm-hmm. think that's important. And I think sometimes people need to try different martial arts until they find the one that's for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so a martial art that like boxing could be perfect for you, but shit for me because I'm short. Yeah. So I can't get the reach on it. So oh, I want to get in close to people or something like that. So yeah. it's all, you know, swings and roundabouts. I don't think there's any such thing as like a shit martial art or a, a good martial art. I think all martial arts are good. It's just what you want to get from it. And I also mm-hmm. don't think it's necessarily the martial art. I think it's the practitioner. Like mm, you can have awesome. a really good Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy But you can all, or black belt, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu guy. But then there's so many different scales of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belts. Mm-hmm. So you can have a really amazing world champion black belt, and then you can have another black belt that's just kind of, you know, he's just put his time in, perhaps, or something like that. Or I don't know, like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu seems one of those styles that the black belt standard is always kept pretty high. But mm. other martial arts perhaps haven't kept that quite as high, maybe without naming names, but you can get black belts. <laughs> you can get black belts, but they can get black belts, yeah? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah. end of the day, like a black belt doesn't really mean that much. It's just like, it just means that you've trained for a certain amount of period and you've got a certain amount of knowledge about something. Well, I love their approach. So you look mm-hmm. to the individual and from yeah. that individual, you can start figuring out what works best for them, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so if you want something that's completely reality-based self-defense or something, I'd say probably go to something like MMA mm. because it does look at standing grappling and on your back. It's it like, if you want to, if you want to compete and it's like go to MMA or if you want to just box, then it's like, well, obviously you're going to go to a boxing club. Right? You're not going to go to a Taekwondo club. If you want to box, it's <laughs> like, it doesn't correlate. So it's, it's, it's finding the correlation between what someone wants. And then if you can provide it, or if you, you know, direct them to someone that's better than you and it's just being honest and open with people like i said you know again we're not a fighter's gym so if someone came to me and said all right i want to fight in a cage i want to be the welterweight champion of the ufc I'm like, door, uh, <laughs> like cool i'm probably not your man <laughs> see ya yes ciao and if someone came to me and was like all right well i want to learn pure aikido i'll be like well again that's not really me anymore so go and find you know i can recommend this aikido school or i can do that 
someone came to me and wrote, oh, I want to learn some basic martial arts. I want to get a little bit fitter. I want a little bit of self-defense. And, you know, I want to just keep looking at different stuff. I'm like, cool, come and see us. So, you know, just be honest and open with people. and But don't try and just go for the money either. <laughs> and be like, right, I want the students. So come on. Give come me on the in. money. Give me the money, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, please tell everybody uh, where they can find you to learn from you what's your website for the academy yeah sure so you can find me at empowermartialartslincoln.co.uk um facebook's the same so empower martial arts academy um the blog and the vlog and the podcast and all that stuff that's the martial <laughs> view so that's the martialview.com and then youtube if you just type in the martial view it's on there and then the same i think we're on spotify and Apple and Pog, like all that stuff. Yep. I just started getting into the podcasting bit. So all that bit. Um, and then, yeah. And then Marshall Masters as well. Like I said, volume one is available on Amazon at the moment. Or again, you can give me a message and I'll send, I've got a few copies that I can sign for people and send them off and stuff. Or you can just get through direct on Amazon. And then, yeah, uh, Marshall Masters 2, March or with April. That. Yeah, March or <laughs> April 2021. So like I said, the proof will come tomorrow. So I'll be like, oh. <laughs> Hold it in my hand. Yeah, Read through it all and see all the spelling mistakes and go back to square one and go, fuck, uh, Mr. Comma. <laughs> sure, we're going to link everything down below. Um, thank you, Dan. Really appreciate you to, to being here tonight. Uh it was really nice talk. Yep. I've enjoyed um, it. Yeah. Cool. And of course, y'all can find me on my personal Instagram as well. I'll be there. At Gustavo Sell. And you can find me at Ahmed El Salam on IG as well. Take care of yourself. And you can find me on Instagram as well. I forgot that one. Yeah, <laughs> go, go for, for it. it. The Marshall View and Empower. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug-in. <laughs> Peace. Peace out.